0: Hey guys, welcome to episode number two of the Better Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Tillery, and uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Very personal stuff for me um, that I haven't really shared, but I am looking forward to sharing it with you all, and uh, hopefully it will be insightful um, for you. Um, Real quick, next episode, episode number three, we're gonna have our first ever guest on the show, It's going to be Alisa McDonald. Um, She is a professional licensed counselor, and she'll be coming on, and we'll be talking about emotional eating, um, signs of eating disorders, depression, anxiety, how they all relate to exercise and lifestyle, um, and the role of fitness in mental and emotional health. So it's going to be a great episode. I am super excited about it, so be sure you come back in next week and check out episode number three, again, with our first-ever guest, Alisa McDonald. So without further ado, let's get into podcast number two. Okay. Um, I want to share with you guys kind of the journey I've been on for the last three months. Um, some of you know, I was injured in an accident, a Ninja warrior training accident, um, back in July. And so if you've seen me hobbled around on, um, crutches or a wheelchair or a scooter or a peg leg, um, I wanted to kind of get into what happened and and where I'm at and kind of what I've learned from the journey because I've certainly learned a lot of stuff from this journey. So, um, what happened was we took our team, the BCS Fitness team, um, to a Ninja Warrior course in town. Um, We'd all been watching the show and just kind of thought, man, it'd be so fun to try some of that stuff. So, uh, we took the staff there one night and we had a good time we did the the rings and all the the salmon ladder and just had a had a really good time um, at the very end we were doing the warp wall if you've ever watched the show it's a it's a big wall you run up uh, and try to scale um, within you know obviously if you're on the show within a certain time but so we were trying that and basically the way things are set up is that once you finish the warp wall you jump into a big pit and so um, the pit's about four to five feet deep, I'd say and it's just filled with little uh, square foam balls and so uh, I was the fourth one to jump in after going up the wall and so um, Colby and AJ and Caitlin all all jump in fine um, and then it comes my turn and I jump in but didn't have as great of a a uh, I guess a landing as they did and I actually ended up hitting my heel on the concrete um, whether, um, it was a faulty trampoline underneath, or um, I was too tall, or who knows what, what the reasoning was, but I actually hit my heel on the concrete. And so um, at that point, I'm in just bad pain, like bad, bad pain. I'm stuck in this pit. Um, I know something's wrong, don't know exactly what's wrong, but I know I can't put any weight on it, and it's pretty painful. So um, Patty and Caitlin and Kara had to kind of help me get out of the pit, and so I get out. Uh, immediately know something's wrong and so the next day I go in for for x-rays and it's determined that I have a uh, fragmented fractured uh, calcaneus bone which is the heel bone and so um, at that point the journey begins right I know I now have an injury and something has to be done about it So um, got it looked at a little bit more determined it would require surgery to fix and so I had surgery early August to go in and rebuild the heel, uh, 13 screws, a plate, um, the whole nine yards. So for the last three months, I've been kind of limping around and just recovering from this, uh, from this injury, and so I've learned some things, and um, hopefully something like this never happens to you. You know, we are not uh, perfect, we are not um, exempt from injuries and things like that, but I do think at some point in time, some of these lessons will 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 be helpful to you. So, um, here's what I've learned. Um, and again, none of this was ever done perfectly on my part. Um, you know, I definitely had setbacks and frustrations, and um, just points where I felt really discouraged. But I did learn some important things that I wanted to wanted to share. Um, number one is be thankful. Regardless of your circumstances, there's always something to be thankful for, and. As I was going through the ups and downs of recovery, and I still am, I'm still, I'm still hobbling around and using my crutches and things like that, um, I have to really dial into thankfulness. And so anytime something like this happens or just life gives you, gives you a bad blow, um, turn to thankfulness. Start a journal and write down the things that you're thankful for. You'll be amazed how that can change your mindset and just get your, your thoughts off of everything going wrong at the time. And so um, keeping a, a, a thankful journal is, is, is one of my top recommendations if you're going through a hard season. Um, number two is don't look back, look forward. Um, one of the things I really struggled with earlier in this process was kind of um, looking back at all the things I was able to do and the things I can't do now. You know So I would think about, you know, gosh, I, I've run a marathon a couple times. I can't do that anymore. Gosh! Just last week, I was jumping on boxes and running sprints, and and that kind of thought, just looking back, can be really disruptive and can really push you back mentally. And so, I would say, look forward. You know, accept your circumstances and kind of look at the things that you're able to do um, day in and day out that are new from the day before. And so, initially, I was laid up in bed for about three days, couldn't do anything, and so. On day four, day five, getting to move around um, on my crutches and on my wheelchair, that was a win. Um, I remember the day I got my wheelchair, how excited I was to be able to move around a little easier and have my leg propped up for, you know, to help with the swelling and all that stuff. Um, and that's kind of a bummer. I mean, for, again, m- most of the time people would just go, oh my gosh, I'm in a wheelchair, this is terrible. But for me, it really was some freedom. And so looking forward to... Um, how you're making progress. You know when I got to return the wheelchair and go just to a scooter, um, that was awesome. When I got to walk a little bit, even though it was a little painful, that was great. And so you have to learn to look forward and not look back because looking back gets you in trouble. If you start thinking about all the things you used to do, um, it can be really disruptive. So I would discourage you not to look back. That's just no no good. Number three is who are your people? And We all go through seasons of life that are tough. No one's exempt from that. Regardless of who you are, things will get tough. And having people in your life becomes very important when you have those seasons. Um, For me, it's friends. Um, Friends from church, friends from our kids' schools, friends from the gym. Those are the people, family, those are the people that surrounded us as a family when things were tough. Um, you know, we had some friends come and mow our yard for two months. That's awesome. Little things like that. Uh, we had several weeks of meals. We had folks that would come and clean our house. We had folks that came up to the gym and, and, and cleaned up and shipped in. And so um, folks that took our kids to events. So, again, you need people. And I would say, think about who are the people in your life and just be thankful for those people. Um, if you don't have people that you feel like you could really lean on when things are tough um, that that's to be a priority um, again because as as gone through going through this and just um, the trial of not being able to do as much it was really important for me and for my wife and for our kids to have people to lean on and so um, you got to have people if you don't have people find people it's so important we are we are relationally made and so um, we got to have, we got to have people. Um, number four, don't give up on all the things you had been enjoying. Um, this is one I really wrestled with early in the game. Um, one was was coaching our kids' football team, our, our son's football team. Um, I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew that just the act of going out to practice, um, once I was cleared to to kind of be a little more mobile, even on my scooter, I knew it was going to be challenging. I knew with the swelling. Uh, with the cast it was going to be really hard and I decided to go ahead and go forth with it and and continue to coach as I have in the past and I'm really glad I did looking back at it we're in our last week of the season right now and uh, there were definitely some tough times some times where I was really uncomfortable my foot was swollen and I really contemplated is this the right thing to do and uh, I'm glad I did Um, there are a lot of things I could have said no to um, during this time but I'm glad that um that the Lord pressed upon me to continue to um, serve those kids in that way um, and just participate in in football this season. Um, training, my workouts, uh, it's an easy excuse to just "Oh, I'm hurt. I'm not going to do anything. But I am really glad I didn't give that up. Um, even though I couldn't exercise like I used to, even though I had to for several weeks just do upper body and core and get super creative on ways to get my heart rate up, um, I'm glad I didn't give it up. Yeah, I think when you have an injury like something like this, um, it's easy to just kinda say, you know what, this is no fun, I'm done. And um, I'm glad I didn't do that. I had moments where I wanted to, um, but I'm glad that I I stuck with it, you know, especially um, doing things I enjoyed doing before. Um, That that was good. Uh, Number five, create realistic expectations for recovery. I think once you've um, gone through an injury, especially if you've sought out some type of professional help, whether it be from a physical therapist, orthopedic surgeon, general doctor, and you get an idea of what recovery looks like, I think it's important to respect that and be realistic about expectations. Um, Most of you listening to this podcast are like me, you're not professional athletes, Um, you're not gonna be able to heal rapidly, you're not gonna be able to rush the process, and so it becomes so important to take heed to the warnings and really kind of temper expectations. Um, this was something that as we got through the process, I kept, I was always hoping in the back of my mind that um, I could i could beat the odds, I could, I could move faster. And this was kind of one of the things I struggled with was just, I kept thinking, you know what? I'm an active guy. I think I can do a little better than what they're saying. And they were right on. I didn't heal any faster than expected. Um, had a couple of setbacks here and there. But I healed on, on time in terms of where I should be. And so be realistic with expectations. Don't put pressure on yourself to come back too soon. If your PT or your doctor says, Hey, you need to chill out for a week, do these movements, take them up on that because again, that's their job. You have to trust them and trust their recommendations. That's how you're gonna get back on the road. Okay. So don't rush that, don't rush that process. Um, The last thing is this, celebrate your progress. Because sometimes these injury things or even struggles in life can be long. Uh, If you've ever gone through something in your life that takes time to resolve, um, and there are so many things that fall in this category, but there are some challenges that take months and months and years sometimes to actually get through. And so in those times we have to celebrate the steps forward and the progress. Because if we're just super focused on the end result that we want, we can really lose um, what's going on, all the positive things that are happening along the way on the journey. And so for me, um, I'm not a real big celebrator. Uh, That's just not my personality. Um, You know, I don't know why, but that's just not how I'm, I'm wired. But I really had to almost encourage myself to celebrate the small steps and to, um, you know, gosh, I'm not I'm not using my scooter as much. That's awesome. Um, I'm starting to walk a little bit. I'm doing more in my workouts. You know, those little things like that. I think it's important to acknowledge those things um, to kind of spur you on. Because again, if you're just focused on the end result, which for me is getting back to my old ways of moving and running and walking without pain. Um, it's just hard because it's going to be a journey. You know, I'm three months in, I'm still limping. I'm still having pain, I'm still swelling. And so um, you have to pace yourself in terms of your expectations. You can't um you can't get ahead of yourself. You have to celebrate the progress you're making. So um, those are a few things that have really kind of stood out and resonated with me as I've gone through this process. Again, I don't have it figured out. I'm just learning, and hopefully some of the things that I've learned through this journey will be helpful to you um, because I think so many of them apply to emotional struggles, spiritual struggles, obviously physical struggles that we have. And so I'm hopeful that some of this will be helpful to you. All right? Again, next week, great interview episode with alisa mcdonald i'm so excited for for that i believe the week after we have physical therapist michael perkins from inspire physical therapy joining us so we've got a great lineup coming up so i hope you guys tune in and continue to um, like and share the better fitness and lifestyle podcast once again i'm brad tillery your host and thank you so so much for listening it is much appreciated (laughs)